you guys so much for joining the One More Idea podcast. This podcast is a place for you to get motivation, self-help, and uh, get some life-changing business ideas. And, you know, we always say that uh, Thomas Edison says, I have not failed. I found 10,000 ways that won't work. All he needed was one more idea. And that's what me and Michael DeLuna are going to do today. We're going to sift through all the bad ideas and give you one more good idea, a life-changing idea. Isn't that right, Mike? Yes, absolutely correct, man. And I don't think that you can have enough encouragement and inspiration throughout not just your day, your week, and your life. And that's what this show does, man. So I'm fired up and ready to do a great episode today. So we hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode of the One More Idea podcast. Hello, hello. Can you hear me, Mike? I hear you now. Okay. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, it's a good day. It's a really (laughs) good day for a podcast. Absolutely. Well, man, uh, I'm just going to kind of set this one up as a, uh, you know, a short, big idea for those listeners. And I'm kind of thinking, Mike, why don't we do this every now and then where we just have like a, a midweek bump, you know, where we're trying to help people get through the hump you know, uh, and, uh, you know, it it can be shorter episodes. And the main thing is that we just want to get people's gears turning, get them that idea, get them inspired, get them pumped up and, and let's go, (laughs) you know, let's, let's take on the world, so to speak. Yeah, that's great, man. Um, I'm all for that kind of like a little, little jolt in the arm of energy sometime in the week. But, um, I, um, I actually, man, it's funny that you brought that up because I have a um, a big idea to do with what you're saying right now. And so whenever you're ready to dive in, I have something I wanted to read. And I think that after I read it, it's just going to open up a whole bunch of conversation. Yeah, let's go. Um, OK. Let's OK. So so this is something that I read to to my team and I did a, a mastermind over it on uh, Tuesday and it just it just sparked a, a, an amazing conversation. So I'm going to share it with you and the the, uh, the listeners. It's from Charles Swindle, and uh, he's a pastor. And if uh, you haven't read any of his writings, man, he's, he's amazing. And uh, the title of this very short, uh, straight to the point, you know, uh, lesson is Attitude. And so I'm going to read this. So everybody out there, like, get to a place where you can really understand and hear these words because I think it's going to be impactful. So it starts off by saying, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It's more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It's more important than appearance giftedness or skill it will make or break a company a church a home the remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regardless the attitude that we embrace to choose for the day we cannot change the inevitable we can only change what we can play on which is the string we have and that is our attitude i'm convinced that life is 10 percent of what happens to me and 90 percent of how i react And so it is 
we are in charge of our attitudes. So, man, we can open up from there. Like, what's your ahas? What's your thoughts? Well, um, I do believe that attitude is that one thing that, you know, nobody likes to be around a negative Nancy. Um, and, and there's always the deception. Well, I'm just a realist. Well, I mean, at some point, uh, no pun intended, r you have to realize that, you know, um, it, it's okay to be real. But if you're being real about every situation and pulling out the negative criticism or the, uh, you know, like we poke fun all the time that we're being a devil's advocate. Well, if you're right. always a devil's advocate, that's not fun to be around, you know, like. Um, and there is an aspect of like getting better. So don't misread me, but sometimes people are just like, no matter what, they're going to only see the bad in a situation. And, and I believe attitude sees the good attitude elevates the team attitude, you know, um, like being a responsive person and not a reactive person. I believe that ties into attitude quite a bit. You know, um, finding the silver lining in situations and, uh, you know, with positivity, faking it till you make it. Um, and then once you make it, believing it, once you believe it, just kind of live it, you know. And uh, John Maxwell, that he talks about something like that. <laughs> you, you know, uh, there's a point where I don't know what I'm doing and uh, – and, but I have to learn. And then once I learn, I start to know a little bit more of what I'm doing. And then uh, the, it becomes a point. There's a turning point where now I'm living it. You know, I've learned it. I didn't know. I learned it. And now I'm living it. So I'm kind of on a rant here. But I think, you know, and I'll sum it up with this. My uh, last aha with attitude is, is kind of a quote or a saying, I guess it goes like, you know, if you want a higher altitude, attitude determines altitude. So the lower your attitude is, the lower your altitude, the better, higher, positive attitude you have, the higher the altitude you'll have in life. Man, that's that's awesome. Um, I'm going to just say I'm going to pick I'm going to pick this thing apart just for a minute. And uh, I'm going to take a few things that jumped out at me and we can just kind of dive deeper into it. Uh, one thing he said was towards the end. It said, I'm convinced that life is 10 percent of what happens to me and 90 percent of how I react. What, what's your thought on that? And then I'll piggyback off of what you say. Say it one more time for me and the listeners. OK, so I'm convinced that life is 10 percent of what happens to me and 90 percent of how I react to it. Um, I do agree with that. I, I believe, you know, we can't, and here's how I'll spin that. You can't change what happens to you, but you can, or let me say it like this. You can't control in life what happens to you, you know, uh, which is debatable. I know people would probably pick that apart, but what you can 100% of the time control is your response to those situations. And attitude to me ties into that because, you know, um, let's say it's just a rough season and I don't have control of these things that are happening to me. Um, you know, like let's say uh, I dropped a box on my toe and 
you know, and then all of a sudden I fell forward and hit my car and put a dent in it, like a real bad dent. And then as I was doing that, I reached my right arm to try to catch myself and punch a hole through my window. And I know this is extreme, but I'm just saying like, wow, now I have to fix my window because it's a season of like really heavy rainfall and I have to fix it like right now. Well, that's financially for some people going to put them out, you know, so you can't control that situation. Like, you know, okay, well think through it next time. Try not to like, try to have a better grip. Try not to have a box that's so heavy, put it on a cart. Yeah, you can try to be better next time, but you couldn't control that situation. It's, it's an accident, you know. Um, but what you can control is that, you know what? Yes, this is frustrating, but maybe I can call around. And, and you know, I know that that friend of mine that just had his back hurt, you know, let me see. And this is a true story. This happened with me, The uh, not the whole freak accident, but. You know, I called a friend and I was like, hey, do you need any help around the house? You know, on one hand, I'm trying to help him. And on the other hand, I'm looking for an odd job. And uh, and I, man, I don't know how I just knew. I just knew that I knew that I knew that there was going to be an opportunity by stepping out and asking him if he needed help. Plus, I get to help him. He said, no, not off the top of my head, but I'll let you know if something comes up. Well, he calls me a day later. He said, you know, I thought about it. I actually need somebody to come and pressure wash my entire like uh, house, my entire driveway around my pool, like everywhere. And he said, uh, I'll pay you $20 an hour. However long it takes, I want it to be done right. Um, and he has a pressure washer. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, you know, that was, um, I do stuff like that. Whenever something bad happens to me, I don't stay still. I respond to it. You know, and and, uh, you probably heard me say this last night, and I fully believe this. If you're not a Christian, um, maybe this could be something that could encourage you. I do believe that people are divinely protected and, you know, but uh, for those of you who are Christians and, um, you know, uh, (laughs) always get torn up because there might be people who aren't Christians listening. I'm a pastor, so I feel like I have the freedom to say this, okay? (laughs) Right. In, in God's word, it says that the steps of a righteous person are ordered by the Lord. Okay. So when you take a step by faith, and, and let's say you're not a Christian, there's this uh, whole book called The Secret. Have you heard yes. of that? Yes, I've read okay. it. Okay. Which I will tell you is rooted in the Bible. Anyways, so uh, the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. So even if you take a step and you feel like, okay, the world's against me right now. Okay. And maybe it is, maybe it's not. But if you take a positive step in a direction, the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. That step that you take is ordered by the Lord. Even though you think, okay, this is pointless. Why am I stepping in this direction? You know, watch and see what happens. And in the secret, it it talks about uh, how, you know, the good that you put out in the world comes back to you. So, right. And the same with the bad. The bad that you put out comes back to you. So if you're constantly putting out bad vibes, bad vibes, bad vibes, bad attitude, bad attitude, um, you know, and Grant Cardone talks about that. He's like, you know, you might be thinking, why are these bad situations continually happening to me? And it's because you you have a negative attitude, a negative mindset, and you're bringing it on yourself. And he used the example of getting in a wreck. 
you know, or he is the example of like all the electricity going out. And he's like, yeah, that is a problem, but maybe there's something I can do about it. Maybe I can buy a generator. Well, that's extra money. Yeah, it is extra money. That's a negative mindset. But at the same time, you know, I've got to look out for my family. I've positive mindset, positive attitude. I've got to look out for the future. I've got to be proactive and stay ahead of this so that in the future, if the electricity goes out, you know, I'm the one responsible to find a solution and uh, it falls on me. And there is a solution because we know the only thing that separates you from where you are to where you want to be is one idea. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, I know my for sure. Yeah. Love it, man. So I just want to kind of add to that and say that, like, there are some times where it seems, though, as though, like, you know, it says convinced that life is 10 percent what happens to me. You know, sometimes you go through a season where it seems like everything is happening to you. Like, I mean, right now, like it's a weird time in our world. Um, There are people that are very scared. There are people that Mike, are Mike, un- can I add something real quick? I'm sorry. Yeah, p- please, man. And I just got inspired. 10% what happens to me. Well, what if that 90% is what you let uh, – is you letting yourself happen to the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you a, a quick example. You know, I know that uh, the winter's coming up, and naturally we're all – our immune system is down for the winter. We're talking about COVID, flu season, stuff like that. So you know what I'm doing? I'm going to hit the winter before it ever hits me. I'm taking all the vitamins that I possibly, uh, you know, can without overdosing. <laughs> um, you know, just look, <laughs> right. looking at the label like, okay, every day I'm going to take as many vitamins as I possibly can of the main ones, vitamin C, zinc, vitamin D. I'm literally getting out in the sun. I'm sweating. I'm drinking plenty of water because I want to stay. I want to hit the winter and not let the winter hit me. And I think that's a metaphor for life, man. You know, winter is that situation that brings you down. And it's, you know, are you in the 90% where you're hitting those situations? Or is your 90% situations hitting you and your 10%, your negative attitude that's allowing it to happen? You need to flip those percentages to where, you know, 90% is your response to the world and, the, you know, you letting the world experience you because you're hitting it head on like a rhino and busting through the wall no matter what situation it is. Because, you know, it, you got to get those percentages right, man. Yeah. And, you know, uh, since we're talking about percentages, it just it got me to start thinking that I'm 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 almost convinced that the 10 percent because we're talking 90 10 here. Um, there's probably like 90 percent of everybody I run across that have a negative, you know, mindset. And there's a and, and I, this might even be too too small, but there's probably 10 percent of my circle that I can say that, you know, approaches life in a positive manner. Because here's the thing. It says that, you know, 10% of things that happen to you, but, you know, by the 10% that you do, it actually, it's, um, it actually leads to 90% of what, what your life looks like. I'll give you an example. If, if I'm like, cause Grant talks about this too. Like there was a time where he was addicted to numerous, uh, drugs and alcohol and things. And he said that once he stopped doing that and got obsessed with success and not obsessed with the drugs, he he noticed that 90% of his life was successful. So could it be here here's another question. Could it be that the that the 10% that leads to 90% of your what we call your life, could that 10% be negative or could it it need some um, an attitude adjustment, I guess. Mm. Um 
I think, uh, it, it, and I'll kind of answer your question with a, I don't know if it's a question, but just kind of the idea of the, is when you look at a cup with water in it, is it half full or half empty? You know, right. and that's the whole idea of like, okay, if it's half empty, you have a quote unquote realist, more negative and, and a realist saying I'm a realist is really just a cover up for being a negative person. Okay. Um, and I do think there is good in like pros and cons of a situation, but some people are so far on the cons. All they see is the cons. They never see the pros. You know, that's, that's a, uh, when I look at that cup, that cup is half empty. I'm looking at the cons of it. The, the negative side of that is that, yeah, the, the cup is half empty. Um, so pretty soon I'm going to have to fill it up with water. Oh man, I'm going to have to go to the store. Oh man. Uh, it's hot outside. Oh my gosh, man. I got to get my AC fixed. I'm so frustrated that my AC isn't fixed, man. I'm going to have to talk to people. I'm going to have to get ready. Um, gosh, I really don't want to do this apathy. You know, maybe I can just, you know, not drink water lazy, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading somebody's mail right now, but, uh, you know, uh, the glass is half full or let's say that the 10%, I'm only letting the negativity be 10% of my life, you know, and the 90% is me being responsible and not being reactive. And, and, uh, when I look at that glass of water, I'm like, it's, it's half full, man. I'm so grateful that I live in a country with clean water. Boom. Uh, I'm so grateful that I have a sink with water in it. Um, yeah, it might not be the purest, but you know what? I can boil it and I do have an ice maker and I can put ice in it after I boil it and have ice cold water. Wow. I'm so thankful that I live in a place where I can have ice, you know, cause there's some people who live in the slums and, and look, I'm not trying to beat anybody up. Who's listening to this. I'm just saying that there, there's a lot of benefits that come from having a positive mindset. Okay. And if you do have a realist, more negative type mindset, there is a use for that. Okay. And, and I do like, um, you know, my wife probably isn't going to listen to this, so I am going to pick on her a little bit. She is the one who is more on the whole cons side of things. I'm the one who's more on the pros and we're such a good pair because she is so far on looking at the cons. She can't even see the pros a lot of times. And I have to tell her, okay, give me at least one or two positive comments about this idea, <laughs> you know? Right. And, uh, but I'm so far on the positive side that, you know, if she gives me ideas, all she has is the cons. And I'm able to say, well, this is why it's going to work and this and this and this and this and this. I do think there is a need for both. Okay. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's not bad to be negative. You just at least try, you know, 10% <laughs> like ev every – two out of five comments, try to have positive stuff, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know if I answered your question, but you, you really kind of struck a gold mine with me. Cause this is something that I'm passionate about. Uh, right. so I do think, you know, I, I personally feel like you'll get more out of life if you're only letting the negativity be 10%, you know, and we may have talked about this statistic before, but, uh, you know, we talked about uh, thoughts. You know, we have about 40,000, 80,000 thoughts in a day, or I think it's 14,000. Uh, and probably depends on how much coffee you drink. 
Right. You for know, sure. I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like out of those thoughts, more than half of them are negative. So, uh, you know, it, because the statistic is that, you know, 80, 85% of our thoughts are negative. 90% of them are repetitive. So we're coming back to that, you know, uh, 10% thing you're talking about. I think this all ties into it because 90% of our thoughts are repetitive. Um, we don't have a lot of thoughts that are naturally going to be positive. So if you don't actively pursue a positive attitude, you are naturally going to have a negative attitude, you know, and yes. And not a lot of people know that and not a lot of people live that. And I agree with you when you say most of the people that you know have a negative mindset. That's why most of the people are in jobs they, do, they hate. That's why most, most people are, you know, in marriages they can't stand. That's why most people are having marriage problems. That's why most people are, you know, having problems, period. I've seen people on their deathbed who are having a better day than most people I know. You know, right. why is that? That's my question. Why is that? Why, why can they be on their deathbed? Are you Mike, you know, you, and I think you're okay with me saying this. Um, and this isn't to diminish the emotions and everything that you went through, but man, you lost your son and I have never seen somebody lose someone so close to them and be able to navigate that. Uh, but I, I did personally, I lost a best friend who was like a brother to me. Right. And you know, there, there, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, Mike, I'm telling myself, there is something to this mindset. There's something to be said about this, about attitude, because for me and you to be able to lose people so close, be able to navigate it and not lose ourselves and not have to go to a loony bin you right. know, and to be able to get to the other side of it, still being productive, still, uh, you know, not missing a beat in any responsibility or anything. And nobody could even, you know, if you met me the day before, if you met me the day after, you wouldn't even know besides like the moments where I'm grieving, you know, but uh, anyways, that's kind of my little rant about attitude. Right. No, that's great. Dude. I, I can tell just talking to you that you're very passionate about it. And, you know, being on a team with you at church, I, I know that, you you come up, uh, you know, you you face challenges with attitude. I mean, um, just because we're believers don't mean that we're not still human. And I face it at my job where I'm responsible for, you know, all these different personalities and all these different attitudes. And it seems like the one thing that we have in common as people of any demographic, any gender, it doesn't matter, is that the thing in here that jumps out at me, too, is that it says that we have a choice every day. We can choose to be bitter. We can choose to be, you know, mean and ugly to people, or we can choose to do like you and I did and just understand that the things that happen to us is it's not necessarily what it is. It's, it's like, what are we do about it? Like answer that question for yourself. Like, yes, I lost my son. You lost your best friend, but the question remains, what are you going to do about that? Like, are you going to use that energy to do something positive? Or are you going to use that energy to be bitter towards other people and blame people and blame God and blame, I don't know, whatever it is, you know, um, even if God forbid somebody that, you know, was murdered, are you going to spend your whole life trying to get, you know, payback on, on this person? 
Or, I mean, that's why we started talking about, you know, the Bible. And that's why the Bible has so many key points. If, if you don't believe it, but you still read it, you're going to walk away with a whole bunch of ahas, you know. And one of my ahas in the Bible is where it's always talking about forgiveness. Because forgiveness is for you, not for the other person. And, and that is an attitude. Like, everything seems to go back in life to attitude man like success failures everything is and you know, I used to have this football coach man and he used to always tell the team you need an attitude adjustment son and like I would I would think like what is this guy talking about like I mean we're doing everything that guy wants but it's 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 how you do it it's it's like you can you can say your your parents can say go cut the grass and you can slam the door and go out and like halfway do it because you're upset or you can say Okay, I'll do it because I respect and honor my parents so much for all that they do for me. The least I can do is mow the yard. So I'm going to do it with a positive attitude. You say you put on a podcast or, you know, you listen to something while you're mowing grass and it's therapeutic. It's because you have the right attitude versus somebody that would go out and just think, it. oh, this is a chore. My parents don't like me. They're punishing me. It's all an attitude man so mm. anyway i went on my little rant because it's also passionate to me because anytime you're in leadership you're going to run across somebody that does not have an attitude that you feel like they should have and anytime you make a decision leaders out there any leader that's listening some some people are going to hate it and some people are going to love it it's it's all about getting people to that same place which is having an attitude that's at least coachable because the, the problem is, is that when you're trying to lead people somewhere and they're not they're not coachable, it, it, it drains you. It drains you. And sometimes you have to be wise enough to know when it's just not working. Like this is just not a good fit. And and I love you from a distance, but maybe it's just not going to work out, you know. So anyway, any 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 uh, closing thoughts? We got about five minutes, man. And I want to hear yeah. your perception on that. Uh, in here, I get goosebumps thinking about this because I just had an aha. You know what's so good about the word attitude, Mike? What's that? What's that? I, w I want you to guess. I want you to guess. I want listeners. I want you to think about this. What's so? Mm. How can you sum sum it up in like one word? Man, you got me there, man. I mean, for you know, it's probably a simple answer, but for me, I oh, just wait. Hang on. It's probably a simple answer. Stop right there. That word, simple. Mm -hmm. At the cool thing about attitude is that it's it's a simple idea. Mm -hmm. And man, I've noticed a lot of times it's it's a principle. And I heard somebody talk about this uh, in the book Andy Andrews, the uh, little things. He talks yes. about there's some people, uh, uh, and I think we we fall somewhere in this category. He was talking about people that. Uh, like different people, different levels who make money and do certain things and they have a certain level of success. There's people who there's just different levels. Okay. And I'll have time or I don't know it well enough to explain it, but he said at the top level, okay. And there's like six levels. I think he said at the very top level, he met somebody who makes so much money. Can't even like, you wouldn't even be able to count how many zeros, you know, pretty much like, like way up there. And he said, he asked him what, you know, how do you get to this level? And he said, well, there's people who, uh, who understand how it works. There's people who know how to do it. And there's people who understand why it works. 
and there's people who understand every single aspect of it. And he said, you know, what it all comes down to is principles. And he said, I believe in principles and, but not only believing in principles, but I understand because knowing principles is good, but understanding why they work is even better because a lot of people don't understand why having a positive attitude works. And I think that's that simple question. You know, we talked about our kids drive us insane with that word. Why? But that's something that I really think me and you should uh, should. I think that's a big take home is the fact that me and you understand why having a positive attitude works. I feel like a lot of those people, they they just know it. It's just knowledge of it. Like, yeah, it's, it's good to have a positive attitude, but they don't understand why it works. OK, and this is a principle having a positive attitude. I understand why it works and I can duplicate it in different situations and different scenarios because I have seen that it's a principle that works. If, if you have a positive attitude um, or if you harness the power of having an, an attitude, period, if you understand the simplicity of that word attitude, it's a game changing idea because. I feel like attitude kind of simplifies a lot of the ideas that we're looking for. You know, when you hit a tough spot in life, focus on your attitude. When, when you hit a tough spot losing a job, focus on your attitude. When you hit a rough spot on sports team, focus on your attitude. When you hit a rough spot in your marriage, focus on your attitude. I mean, you can really literally you can apply the word attitude and having a positive attitude. And there's so many like, Underneath the word attitude, there's so many pillars that make up what an attitude is. Like, okay, how do we have a good attitude? Well, whatever's thrown in my way, I'm going to make the best of it. Okay, how do we have a good attitude? Well, I'm going to live every day as if it were the last day of my life. What You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like the word attitude is a very simple thing that just kind of like you kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> like you, you accomplish a lot of things by, you know, uh, we talked about the one idea that I said a while back, I can't remember which podcast, but if I could just give somebody one thing that I feel like would be the most game changing idea, it was growth. Um, and maybe if I were to add to that growth in your attitude, you know, if you Man. just focus on those two things, um, come back to me a year from now after focusing on that and, uh, you know, kind of like the karate kid, wax on, wax off. You know, like it's it's a process. And, you know, uh, like with the karate kid, this the sensei, he told he's like, okay, grasshopper. <laughs> he's like, you yeah, know, right. He's like, wax on, wax off. And um, he's like, why am I doing this exercise? You know, why do I have to keep doing this? And then at the end of it, he said, okay, um, he said, I'm going to throw a punch at you. And do the wax off motion where you're going up with your right arm. And he did and he blocked the punch. This is one of those things that's going to help you block the punches of life. But it takes repetition in different scenarios and different seasons and different situations. It takes practicing. It takes learning. It takes growing. And it's, it's not it's simple, but it's not easy to pull off. But right. it, I do believe it's very simple. Anyway, that's my final thought, man. I'm sure you probably have a billion final thoughts. No, so. <laughs> I, I love, I love it, man. Uh, it's time to land the plane, man. But listen, I want to tell you this: we don't, we didn't do a blitz today. I mean, I, obviously, we, I knew this was going to be like an amazing uh, subject. So, 
Uh, but I did want to shotgun a couple things to you. It says uh, a couple ways to improve your attitude. While you were listening, I was also researching this, and I thought this was pretty amazing. It says, number one, always act with a purpose. Number two, stretch yourself past your limits every day. Uh, take action without expecting results, which is something you've been talking about a lot with Grant Cardone. Uh, use setbacks to improve your skills. Wow, isn't that that's a good one. Seek out those who share your positive attitude. Don't take yourself too seriously. And it says, forgive the limitations in others. Man, I really need that last one because I'm always looking at people like, man, like you, you really can't do this skill that I think is. And 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 the truth is, is man, you know, another thing, the Bible teaches us about compassion, and I think I think compassion has a lot to do with your attitude. I mean, think about if you know, let's say you're in a rush and you get behind this car. And they're, they're going 20 miles an hour and you can't get around them. And you're like, what the heck? Like, this is crap. I'm, I'm late for a meeting. Like your attitude. Right. And you drive around that person and you look over and it's an 85 year old woman that could be easy. <laughs> they could easily be your grandmother. And and you start thinking like, well, would I want someone to be like this, you know, show this type of reaction? flick off my grandma on the highway or what, <laughs> you know, really people do that. Like, or would you want to say, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to calm down a minute. I'll get to the meeting on time. I just need to relax and focus my attitude. Man. Yeah. Well, I think people have a lot of takeaways from this one. That's yeah. For sure. This was good, man. Solid. <sighs> attitude. Well, attitude. let's, uh, let's close this out. You guys have a, a great day. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, absolutely. To the One More Idea podcast. See y'all soon. Thank you. Well, on this episode and every episode, we always like to close out with a uh, Albert Einstein quote. You know, and he says that we cannot change our problems with the same thinking that we used when we created them when we found out about them in the first place. So what it's going to take is us uh, changing our thought patterns and trying to come to, to the realization that there's good ideas out there. We just have to know what they are and, and we have to push ourselves to grow outside of our comfort uh, in order to have that life-changing breakthrough idea. Yeah, and there, there were tons of solutions, suggestions, and strategies that we gave you today in every podcast. So we challenge you to use these in your day-to-day -day life and share it with somebody and invite somebody. And uh, let's help change lives. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you all the next episode.